I worked so hard, and then all week. Tried so hard. I worked so so hard. I'm trying to open up to you. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me. Stop listening. You sing. You sing Lincoln Park every time. (laughs) Um, Tell tell me everything, Max. Hey, Max, look at me. Tell me everything. Okay. (laughs) So, guess what I did? I worked for 13 hours. Two days ago? No. Wait. No. Sunday night. Sunday Sunday after Mother's Day was over, even though it was still Mother's okay. Day technically. I went to lunch Very with my mom. Cool. Yes, I Fun. went to lunch with my mom. And Mama. I, she's keeps she keeps do you does your mom ever do that thing where she goes Oh, I think I'm getting dementia. No. Oh, my mom keeps saying that she thinks she's getting dementia, but she always thinks she has something. Mm. And but is that like, like ever since you're a kid? Yeah, but like me, I couldn't remember my Alexa, cousins. Turn the lights down. Oh, we're oh no, Douglas, <laughs> keep your clothes on. Um, um, it would be so funny if like she... Al Green started playing when you did that just automatically, and you're like, no, Alexa, no. Oh, I feel like I could get that to work. But a anyway, your mom comes okay. out of the wall. Um, yeah, my well, mom, I do have that. yeah, obviously, but it's not on camera, Dear. but my mom, she just, she like, she like fakes us out kind of like how I used to like wear boots that were too big when I went to Six Flags so I could get on the rides, even though I would probably slip out. Uh, but yeah, so she, heels? no, just boots, just boots, kinky boots. But yeah, so boots she says that sometimes I'll be like, mom, how was your week? She goes, oh, couldn't remember my car keys again. It's advancing. Like, oh my god! You, I think I forget my car keys all the time. Dramatic. I just got a I just got a tile thing for my car keys so I can make it make noise mm. when I can't find them. I gotta get one of those. I gotta get one of those for real because it's, great. it's it's one of fifteen those, bucks. It's one of those stresses where it happens and you think I thought I was done with this. I thought this would never happen again. Every yeah. time it happens when you can't find your car keys, you're th- you're like there's like a there's like this feeling like of shame. Why? Like I thought I was better than this. <laughs> the worst is wallet. Oh my god. For me, when I lose, I will lose my wallet. I also got a tile that's a card. Yes. It's like a credit card. Yes. And you put it in there, and it makes crazy noise when yes. you're like trying to find it. It makes like a like a really scary it's like noise. That's the noise that it makes. It just plays. No, I wish. Okay, if you could if you could if you could program it to play certain songs, I think that would be really fun. Or like say things. Speaking of like fart noises. Speaking of, please. Speaking of no. Speaking of an iconic use of music. We watch. If your week was a movie. That we do that after, Doug. I think we do that after, don't we? Oh, I'm losing that, Max. Max, oh I'm no, it. you and my mom both. You're both Max, advancing together. The dementia. Um. Yeah. But no. Sorry. Interrupted. We did watch a movie with some music in it. Yes, we did. And what was it called, Doug? Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Dun dun dun. The undercarriage. I don't. Where do you get that part from? Oh, I thought, I thought that's just what it was called. You thought it was called Guardians of the Galaxy 3, The Undercarriage? 
I want to, first of all, I want to fuck Jet Drax. Big old dumb dumb. That's yep. very sweet. That's what I want. That's what I've always wanted in a man or whatever species he is. But um, yeah, so we watched Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Talk a little bit about your experience with these films well, in general. Wait, give me your number. Should we do a number or no? Oh, um, okay. So I'm going to give this a three. Okay. It's good. Okay. Because I know a lot of people will be like, this is the best Marvel movie in years or whatever. And, and okay. I did not like Ant-Man. I liked this a lot oh, better than Ant-Man, so but I still had a lot of the same kind of issues with it where they do yeah. that, you know, they interrupt the movie to tell a joke and then they, and then they interrupt the joke to explain the joke a lot. Huh? And I, that really annoyed me. Yeah. Um, I did. I gave it a 3.5. Okay. Okay. I feel so we're basically on the same page. Yeah. I thought it was entertaining. For, I feel like you find that thing in Marvel movies with the jokes. Uh, like, when, I think there's a Marvel, like a bad, like kind of sh- joke structure that Marvel yeah. uses that does not work for you. No, it really doesn't. And I wonder if it used to, like maybe it used to, but now a lot of movies have kind of like used their sense of humor uh, to kind of inform like other senses of humor. But like, I think yeah. a really good example of that in this movie was the part where she opens the door and there's that like fucked up looking potato guy behind the door. Okay. And she's like, she's like excited because she's releasing all these people, like all the little, the little slave oh, children. Yeah. I don't know okay, what they okay, are. Okay. The little oh, when she explains, she's like, you look very normal. Yeah. And whatever. then she's like, she's like, come on, come on. She's like saying to the kids and then she opens another door and she looks in, she goes, Wah! and like just screams. And I was like, that's funny. That was funny. But then she yeah. goes, I wasn't screaming about you. I was screaming about someone behind you. You look really good. And it's like, yeah, you interrupted your own joke. Like if you had just let that breathe and be quiet for a second, the joke would have been so much funnier. Yeah, that character did that a lot. Mantis. Mantis. Yeah. I Okay, so the story, I guess we should talk about the story. I thought it, it yeah. was like definitely a departure from the usual Guardians of the Galaxy kind of um, structure, plot structure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and kind of a surprising, like impetus for like an epic journey. I thought when when yeah. they like went on their journey, basically Rocket like is going to die, and they found out that he has something attached to his heart that links back to like his origin story, and they can't like f- help him because it's set to explode if anyone fucks with it because uh-huh. he's considered proprietary technology. Yep, yep, that's exactly the phrase they use. That's crazy that you remember that one. (laughs) Yeah. And they're, uh, so, and then basically, they're like, oh, we gotta find where this is from. Let's go save our friend. And then it, like, starts their epic journey, just, like, trying to save Rocket from dying. And it's intercut with a lot of Rocket's origin story of being a little raccoon and, like, treated awfully and, like, making friends and being experimented on by a mad scientist. Yeah. So, and meanwhile, so it intercuts with that, and then it's just like them breaking into these other worlds and trying to figure out how to save him and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, it was, it was uh, CGI. All of these movies are CGI insane, insanity. Yeah. With with this with this series, like I've seen the other ones, like these, this is actually like a series I've seen all three. I do think that there's a much more 
like obvious like style to it there, there's like mm-hmm. a there's like it's you look at this and you go oh that's guardians of the galaxy because like i feel like a lot of the sort of designs are more well defined than a movie like ant-man where it's just like there's like yeah. a lot of crazy looking guys but none of them look like each other so it's like not yeah. like it none of it's cohesive this all feels mm-hmm. very cohesive like they go to that membrane planet remember and they go in and like everything is like this squishy membrane and it's like all fleshy on this planet yeah that was cool yeah i i mean like little designs like that is why i'm going to like this movie and series probably better than probably any of the other marvel movies i don't really like that many of the other ones but this one definitely has like a strong sense of like a director's mark and aesthetic to it Um, yeah but yeah it's still interrupts itself too much for me to not roll my eyes sometimes yeah there is a good art direction with these yeah good art direction and like good music i like the music i've read a review where they like hated it and i was like okay but yeah i loved the songs that they used they always like whoever the the primary music supervisor is like really knows what they're doing i think i have to object just briefly though just for a second yeah because they make a point of switching from the 90s like the the theme for this one like the last the first movie was the 70s music oh yeah the second movie was 80s music and this movie has a 90s playlist but they play that one song by the flaming lips do you realize which came out in 2002 and then later in the movie he he goes out of like to suggest that there could be the a continuing adventure he basically goes mm-hmm. from the 90s to the 2000s and he plays that one Florence and the Machine song the dog days yeah 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 why did that they, was bad why did they do that yeah yeah they, so through this movie yeah they're playing only these like 90s hits and then they yeah. play a flaming lip song Randomly. which did feel a little like uh, i love that were, song it's just don't yeah. emphasize the fact that you're switching decades after you play a song from the decade you're you messed to it switching up switching to you fucked it up yeah you fucked it up you fucked it up <laughs> Mister. also Gun. that that song in particular feels like like emotionally manipulative oh. <laughs> or just like heavy it's like such yeah. a like a song that's like get ready to feel something yeah. bro yeah and it's it, like it, come on it's also they play during a transition scene it's not even like a song that's played during a pivotal moment in the movie so it's like just pick a different song for instance yeah. if you want to go with an obvious choice that's emotionally manipulative but also highly impactful have you ever heard the song, Ladies and Gentlemen, We Are Floating in Space? No. I, w- I was hoping they'd play that song so bad. It's a 90s what song. What is that? It's like, that a, it's like Spiritualized. It's a band called okay. Spiritualized. Yeah. And they they did this, like, it's like a reimagining of the Paco Bell's canon theme. Oh, okay. Mixed with um, Can't Help Falling in Love by Elvis. Weird. And it's like a beautiful, right. it's a really beautifully arranged song, I think. I love that song. It makes me cry when I hear it. And it's called Ladies and Gentlemen, We Are Floating in Space. Use that for your it's fucking sad transition song. Yeah, yeah. I did use like that the other one. songs they used. Um, I don't remember what they were, but I liked yeah. it. When they played them, I was like, oh, you're playing like some indie. Creep. They used to play like Creep alt. at the beginning. They played Creep, but then yeah. they got they played a couple like indie 90s songs that were a little yeah. less known. The and one I was that like, was oh, these are like jams. The one that was in the trailer, the one was like do 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 do. 
it's like it was in the trailer. I'm singing okay. the wrong song. I think I'm singing "I Don't Want to Be Happy" by, by accident. Oh, uh, by well, that being said, Dixie D'Amelio. I think they did a good job with the songs. I mean, for what it is, it's yeah. like pop. It's like a pop mainstream. Yeah, I think they could be a little more indie, but they they played sure. like some punk songs. I thought, which was interesting. Yeah, I like do think like one punk song that I was like, oh, cool. Okay. Again, I think like this is like my issue with this, I guess, like this style of movie is that like this clearly has more of a relationship with music and the way that it's used to make a scene flow or the edit of a uh-huh. movie or to impact emotion, as opposed to a lot of the other Marvel movies where it's like, I don't even remember if there's ever a song in one of them. Yeah. And it's usually like a Kanye song that's like, it's going to be the time. Yeah. This is the time. <laughs> it's right now. It's going. I'm going. You're going. And it's like so. With my leather black jeans on. I hate that shit. And they still do it in trailers. I'm like, end yeah. this vibe. Yeah. Black Skinhead is like, that's vibe. like the song that they put in Ugh. all the trailers. Wolf of Wall Street. And also... Or like a copy. There was like yeah. one really well done Lana Del Rey cover that was super slow for a movie years ago. Oh. And now every movie uses it if there's something emotional. And you remember <laughs> how Battlefield LA was the most influential trailer for a movie that ever came out? Where it was like no. it was like explosions and then it was that one like Imogen Heap song. Where it's mm. like it's like it's like it's like a bomb goes off and then it's like it was like that song and then like people are getting killed and stuff and then every sci-fi movie since then continuing today does that and it's like okay it's like it's it's, they really do just yeah that's interesting but i do think that the i do think that the song choice in this it is a little generic but it's still yeah. better than most of these movies. But it's like again, yeah. it's like I wouldn't love it as well, much as like you know Quentin Tarantino puts like these like movie songs in it. Like his soundtracks are always like interesting collections of yeah. music. I, I'm just using him because I think he's like a prime example of it. But yeah, um, yeah, he leans on music. Yeah, he loves his little mixtapes for his movies. Yeah, and, they're great um, and they're always good. Yeah, I still think for the for this series, the first one's the best. First one was the best. The first one like set a standard for yeah using older music in modern yes. yeah like movies like that and then everyone started doing it they're like yeah. oh okay yeah there's some trailer where they're playing beastie boys intergalactic oh for the marvels it was intergalactic and i was like oh, okay yeah that looks i mean like- i love that song me too <laughs> but, but yeah don't do it now because i'm gonna like it less because now <laughs> yeah. when i go to the beastie boys that's gonna be like it's going to have like 8 billion plays or something. Oh my I'm god, yeah, Intergalactic's going to I sometimes are they just watching our playlist? dance to it. Yeah, god damn it, Intergalactic, Intergalactic is planetary intergalactic uh, and then it's like somebody that like That is a track. Yeah, and they're like shaking it to the song. But um no, I don't know. I'm looking forward to the TikTok kids enjoying that song. But um <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am. Why not? A whole new generation yeah, why not? to appreciate why not? the Beastie Boys. But I do think the Beastie <sighs> Boys are such movie. an obvious choice for sci-fi movies. And I don't know why the Beastie Boys are so uh, highly emphasized in every sci-fi, modern sci-fi movie. Because the movie that started that trend was Star Trek. 
I don't know if you remember, but sabotage. oh yes, 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 yes. And where, then every where they, there's like a wave, right? Listen, all yours sabotage. And they're like on some weird wave, sci-fi wave, right? And it's like ever since then, now every sci-fi sort of like <sighs> rock opera movie that has like a that that has like a modern soundtrack plays yeah, has Beastie, Beastie Boys. Boys. It's just weird to see, including how this like, one. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. This one and that's had a Beastie like, Boys track. What yeah, was, it was it? No sleep till Brooklyn. No. No. Sleep. And it's like sleep. during that one take fight scene. Till Brooklyn. But it's like I just feel like irrelevant. It feel like, like he picked the song this time. Yeah. It doesn't feel as much like he was like a Wasn't fan cool. of this music. Like if they there had played, were like, a couple tracks that were cool. Yeah. If they had played uh, "Kick Out the Jams" by MC5 during that scene, that shit would have rocked so hard. Or like but they Neutral can't. Milk Hotel. Yeah, Holland, nineteen forty-five. stains the mountaintops. That's like that shit, and they're shooting each other, or like yeah. it's just like two-headed girl. Well, like what if they had played right? What if they had played? Oh, that would be great for a rocket. Like, at the beginning, at the beginning, instead of creep, because like creep again, it's like creep. I love the song, but it's like that's the most obvious overplayed, song overplayed. you could pick for that moment. Yeah, and it just feels like it's like, come on, pick something. Like I know you know other songs from the '90s, James Gunn. You're 70 years old. Yeah. So uh, there's a very this. So to the back to the movie and it's like plot points. I think mm. this is the most emotional of them. You sound so upset when you say that. that it's plot points. Because I'm liking talking about music, but yeah, I'm like, this is this is the most emotional Guardians of the Galaxy because it's just like showing Rocket, yes. I think, being like, you know, a tortured young animal and he has like yeah. these friends that are all like this, you know, discarded toys and type of crew and they all get killed. Yeah. And he I, like well, spoilers. Damn. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He's not a spoiler. Now that stuff, like, yeah, it did, is. That is. So a big let me. Well, no, it's really not. Cause like I'm watching this movie, right? And it's like, first of all, I watched it with my friend and his girlfriend and a few other people. But I sat right next uh -huh. to his girlfriend. His her name's Ellie. I don't know why I'm giving you this information. If you want her address, just hit me up. Ellie, I'll hey. Like, hey, Ellie. Hey, shout Ellie. out Queen. She does not listen to this podcast. Hey, she doesn't Queen. care about movies that much. The moment we see animals in the movie, she starts crying. Because uh, she's like, someone told me there's animal abuse in this and they're so cute. You know? Uh, and so she starts crying instantly, right? Yeah. And I'm sitting there, I'm watching this scene, and it's literally the like the most like ridiculously cute looking animal creatures um saying things like, I'm so glad we're friends and we're gonna be alive by the end of the movie. Like uh, they might as yeah. well say that shit. And so for me, I like my cynical brain instantly goes, well, I better not get too emotionally involved with these characters who have never been mentioned in this franchise before, but apparently explain Rocket's yeah. tragic motivations. Uh huh. So it just didn't, none of it worked for me. It was like, it was very obvious where they're like, friends, friends. Like they literally say friends 150 times yeah, in the flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. Best friends forever. Friends. We're going to be friends forever. We're all going to be alive for so long it's like why'd you say it like that weird little otter guy yeah so that's true so that stuff was like i was kind of like zoned out a little and i was trying to comfort her because she's just like 
going off the moment we get to a flashback every time (laughs) she's just like sobbing you know that's funny so i was trying to make her laugh a little bit too because she starts crying when it's like we're gonna get out of here tomorrow and i look at her and she goes oh no it was like (laughs) (laughs) that's funny so um well this so there's like some new yorker article like whatever like suck mm -hmm. it i don't give a shit but like uh, some reviewer said that this is the worst Marvel movie he's ever seen, and I was that like, "That I feel like is ridiculous." I'm like, so people that get paid to do movie reviews are yeah. so fucking annoying. No, really. also we're gonna be that. Soon. Well, we are annoying, so it's perfect. We fit the job. We are annoying, so yeah. now, so now pay us. Well, there you go. Um, but just like up their ass, like yeah. It's like clearly people are liking this film, so a New Yorker reviewer is going to be like, "This is actually the worst Marvel movie that was ever made." Right, which that's because where it's of like, its structure, like an an interjection of like flashback. Yeah, is is so fake, and I was like, "Okay, calm down." Yeah, like you wanted to be a more like coherent, like normal plot structure. Right. So you can. I'm like, what are you saying? Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Well, it's also it's like it's obvious. <laughs> Did you that see Ant Man? Yeah. It's like Ant Man yeah. just came out, and then like I don't know. I watched a lot of these movies. Like I don't watch a, a lot of them, but I've seen a number of these movies, and I can say this is not even in the bottom like ten. Yeah. I've only seen like sixteen of them. I think so. Ten. That sounds <laughs> yeah. like not very it's high good. praise, but it's like. You know, it's like, it's, pretty- it's just ridiculous. And I feel like people, you know, I feel like people view Marvel movies in like one sort of way where it's mm-hmm. like, these are all as bad as each other or they're all great movies. Uh-huh. And it's like, there has to be some kind of gradient of quality within these movies as well. And I feel like saying just objectively that this one is the worst one is uh, like just obviously absurd yeah this has moments where the characters talk to each other and what they're saying to each other makes sense that never happened once in fucking ant-man oh my god you know what i mean yeah what a shit exactly so it's like just on that one basic level in that like the character dynamics actually make sense and the motivations are clear that might have been your only one star did you give it a one star I think I gave it one and a half, but to be honest with you, like I would never watch that. I mean, that movie was really hard no, to get through. Trash. That was hard to get through. This was long. We always talk about long movies on here. It was long. This like, one definitely. Stop. Yeah, I think it was like two hours and thirty eight minutes. Two and or a half. Something. Yeah. Yeah, it's like okay, so, but it you know there were moments where I was like, this is very fun. There were moments yeah. where I was like, I like that line. Rocket Raccoon, the character, is like my huh. favorite Marvel character without any question. Really? Out of all the movies I've seen, that little guy is my favorite by far huh. with no wow, questions okay. asked. So that to me is like the emphasis on him was fun. I liked seeing that. I wish he was more yeah. directly involved in the actual like stakes of the plot. You know, he's basically yeah. kind of sidelined for the whole movie while we get his backstory. And I didn't, his backstory to me was like, we get it. It's sad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah, like you're yeah. spending so much time desperately trying to get us to, to connect with these characters we've never met before mm-hmm. who we know are going to die. Yeah. So, I don't know. What do you think of Chris Pratt? 
in this movie. Yeah, I mean, I know people don't like him, right? Because he's like a Christian or something, and that's the only reason. Yeah, that's um, the only reason. Yeah, he's like actually a per- literally or actually. It kind of is, right? He's oh, like a, is he a Republican. I think he also cheated on Anna Ferris. And he, and he's yeah, oh, probably. The um, Republican, I don't like that. Right. I don't but like the Christian either. Christian. I don't believe in that shit. That's gay. Oh, you know what it was? He's his one of his his kid with Anna Ferris has like really bad eyesight or something. Oh. And he like made some comment about like having a wife that wouldn't produce something like that oh that's so much something worse really than bad thought. that's really yeah something up. bad i have to like go and and, and when it, it. when he would get in trouble when his son would get in trouble he would ground him from being able to see he would be like <laughs> yeah. oh now you're i'm gonna you have to wear this little visor and it shines a bright light in your eyes and he <laughs> yeah. actually yeah so well that's kind of fucked up that he basically suggested eugenics it's like ableism. for a child Some we- yeah had. He's bullying weird... his own blind son. That's fucked <laughs> yeah. up. Something um, in this there. movie, I thought he was fine. That's he's how fine. I feel about him. Yeah, he he's was basically hot. fine. I mean, I want to fuck him. I would. Yeah, that's fine I, if you want to fuck still him. Would. I would fuck a lot of people who I'm not like particularly interested in their acting careers. Yeah, or even them like as a person. someone Joe at a Biden. gas station. I don't ask them if they're a good actor before I have sex with the guy at the gas station. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Physically, if you're attracted yeah. to someone, you're just attracted to them. It doesn't mean you have to like them in the movie, but looking at them's nice, I guess. I had great. I'd rather fuck the raccoon. situation. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> so the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is in theaters <laughs> now, and it will probably be yeah. in theaters for the next seven months. It already made like $2 billion or something. Yeah. Um, are there any other statements you'd like to make about the movie? Maybe we should go over the end. The end was annoying. I was like, ugh, like this saccharine ass, like annoying ass, <laughs> stupid dancing end. Like, what is this shit? See, there were aspects of the ending I liked. And then, and yeah. the dancing, I thought the dancing was fine. I was like, you know what? Give them a little dance. This is the wrapping the yeah. movie up. What I didn't like was like the way they just like are like, it doesn't feel like the ending of this movie is connected to the movie we just saw. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we see a movie where they all go to save one member of their group. What should happen at the yeah. end of this one, just thematically, should really be, like, they bond as a group, right? Yeah. But what happens is they're like, okay, we're all leaving, they see all you later. Break up. And it's like, what Yeah, the that fuck? is true. It's like, if, it's like if I went on a date and then, like, it was the best date I've ever been on, then he was like, I never really want to see you again. See you later. It's like, yeah. what the fuck happened? That's true. Like it's, the crew disbands at the end and it's like you just yeah. had a whole movie of trying to stay together. That's where I was like, oh, uh, uh, that was weird. Doesn't re- there really is like, work for this movie. My last comment uh-huh. that I think one element I thought was cool was that alternate world where everyone was like a animal that they, and they just like killed oh, yeah. the entire oh, world. Oh yeah. I was like, they, whoa. There's like a full genocide in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, like a very, crazy very and i think dark. that's why they had to they kill this f- full world and then they like opt to save all these children and i think they like had to do that yeah. to kill the world which yeah again that like, I thought was from fine. a I was plot okay wise even though there were children on the world like we see children he throws a ball at one of the children that kid dies oh uh, yeah, that child is true. dead like dead, he didn't yeah. kill the child but the child is dead that was interesting that how severe they went with that. They were like, all right, we'll just yeah. kill the, all of these Every people. Every single one movie. of these people. 
What did you yeah. think? Now, did you see any of the discourse about this movie online? Because there's one thing in particular I think we need to address. What? Marvel's first F word. Faggot? No, Doug. They don't say faggot in the movie. <laughs> there was like all this stuff that was saying that. That would I, be amazing. It was like people. So it's like if like Gamora calls someone a faggot. I was thinking about it. I was like, I was like, I can't believe this is the first Marvel movie. But I was like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like where they talk, where they recite Mein Kampf. It's so crazy. It's like, it's so, <laughs> so bold. You know what I mean? It's like people were treating the F word. They were like, they were like giving this movie this weird credit. Cause it's like, yeah, this one's dark. They said the F word one time. I didn't even yeah, notice it. In the movie. it. I didn't notice it. He says, either. get in the fucking car when she can't figure out the doorknob. Oh, and it's like, that's, that's how like I know. Yeah, that's how I know because they've never said the f word in a Marvel movie before. Wow, okay. and that's how I know that the that like the the fans of these franchises are either children or development like emotionally delayed. Yeah, where I'm like, if you're a if you're a 30 year old saying, I can't believe they said the f word. Are you excited to see the f word in a Marvel movie? It's like, yo, I don't care if you're married with children. I don't care. Like, you need to take a test. You have to take some yeah. kind of test. Because something's well, going on here. There's something wrong. My buddy Danny like mm -hmm. loves the F word. Marvel loves love. Okay. And he loves the word fuck. Okay. He loves the word fuck. Oh my god. And he loves <laughs> he loves to fuck. But he's a Marvel stan, and I think mm -hmm. he would give this movie a four. Now that I think about it. You know a lot Maybe of people a five. Are, a lot of people are giving this a five. Yeah, I feel like he would give this a five. I yeah. think I understand why Marvel people would give this a five. I'll say that. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're in that mindset where you're like, these are the best movies ever and I love them, this is one of the better ones, so you'd kind of This have is one to. of the better ones. Yeah. If you gave First a, if, Guardians yeah. is probably better to me. Uh, I have to rewatch it. Which is the dad one? That's the second one. Okay, that was interesting. All of them have been okay. Yeah, I like to see this. This is probably my favorite um, of the like uh, in the series. Like these characters, this uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy are are my favorite in in the Marvel movies. Um, yeah, and I would say that this one was good. It was fine. Yeah, I don't. Again, I don't. A lot of I saw. I don't know. I've seen a lot of the stuff online where it's like people are like, "This is a perfect ending to a beautiful trilogy," and it's like. The ending actually doesn't make any over. fucking sense, to be honest. Like it, that doesn't. And also, make sense. it's not a trilogy. Yeah. They're gonna keep milking this. That's what people keep saying. Franchise. Oh, it's a beautiful ending to a trilogy. It's like they didn't plan this shit as a trilogy. They're just gonna keep making these movies come out. Yeah, they just clicked it to two thousands. They still yeah. decades to two more decades. Yeah, we need to hear Weezer in one of these. Yeah. Actually, they could have played Weezer. Imagine if they had played Miley Cyrus no. Party in okay, the USA. Okay, let's come up. Let's do something. What would they? Oh my God, that shit would rock. Or like, to, or like Toxic by Britney Spears. Oh yes, Toxic. Like early two thousands music. No, that's two thousands. Okay, yeah, they need to do Toxic. I think Florence and the Machines like two thousand twenty tens. Yes. No. All right. They skipped a decade. Six two thousand five, something like that. You think? I think so because I, feel like I remember. It's more recent. No, I don't think so. I could be wrong. Maybe I watched that thing in let's 2010. See. Okay, let's look up Dog Days. Yeah, I feel like it's two, 2010s for sure. I accidentally looked up Doug Days. The Doug Song. Days. Uh. 
The dog days are over. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, it says, when the fuck did the song come out? I don't give a shit. Just tell me when it came out. It's giving you her story. Yeah, it's like, I don't want to know about her growing up in a poor town in, in Italy. North Dakota? Oh. No, she's British, I think. I just said Italy because of Florence. The dog days are over release date. All right. Every listener is on the... I know, they're seat on the edge of their, of their seat. Chairs. 2008. Oh. Oh, but was later pushed back to December. Yeah, December 2008 is when the All song right. was released. So that makes sense. But if they did like a 2000s Fine. thing, what would, your, what would your 2000s playlist be? I think Toxic is a great one. Yeah, that shit would be so good. They would never play it. Maybe like Rapture. House of Jealous Lovers. House of... Jealous lovers. What about you? Can't really though. Oh, closer by Nine Inch Nails. Oh yeah. Or head like a hole by Nine Inch Nails. Head like a hole. Head like a hole. That shit would rock. Have control. I'd rather die than give you control. I would like a Marilyn Manson song, but I know I was gonna say that, and then I switched to Nine Inch Nails because yeah, I was like, the you can't play the beautiful people. people. The beautiful people. Right, but you can't. You can't. You can't. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> That is such a great, like, and there's like vocalization. A, there's a like one doing take that in a sex song. scene in this one. It's gonna be a one take group Whoa. sex scene, yeah, totally. instead of the fight scene. Because now that they've said the f word, the seal's been broken. They're gonna start the making these characters fist each other. It's gonna be like the beautiful people, and they're fucking in the blood of someone they just killed with a sword. Oh my god! I don't no. know how bad these are gonna get. Well, I don't know. They put the f word in it. Who knows no, what Marvel can do next? They gotta top themselves. Blood Orgies. The beautiful oh, people. The beautiful go see people. this movie. Go see this movie. I guess. Yeah. That's or, what I say. You know, if you like these movies, then go watch see it. Then, if you like these movies, definitely watch this one. If you don't, and you then, can skip it or watch it. If you're okay with these movies and are like, eh, go watch this movie. Yeah, I would say so. I say. If you don't like it, then why are, what do you even go watch this movie? But I love the little raccoon guy. Like I love stopping him. stopping an idiot. But this is, yeah. I wish that he was in it more directly in the plot. But, but oh, well. True. Now, Douglas, you asked me a question earlier. What was that America's question again? I can't remember. If you're oh, yeah. in Max. Mine would be hereditary. Oh, trauma. Because of Mother's Day. Oh, nice. No, just because my mom slays. It's not like trauma oh. thing. It's just a movie about bombs that I like. Okay. But it's not because um, she flies or anything. Mine would be Fire Island. Ooh. The gay movie. Because I spent in, you one in the woods. night in Fire Island. Yeah, what were you doing in the woods? Oh, I don't know. Who was what? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> the beautiful people. The beautiful people. You know, <laughs> you're fucking over there. I got to take that off my sex playlist. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hold you close. That's a different one, but that that's not good. Marilyn Manson, is it? I want to fucking tear you apart. No, it's it She like, Wants Revenge. It sounds like Phantom of the Opera. You know that song. She Wants Revenge? Yeah. No, I don't. Oh my god, I'm going to send you this fucking weird song. Okay, bet, 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 bet. Okay, well, Doug, we have to do some movie recommendations as well. Oh my god. 
I'm going to recommend Return to Oz. You already did. I just you have to do a different it. one. Damn, fuck. You have to okay, do a different one. You fine. watch that movie so often. I just watched it. Okay, I'll do a recommendation first because I have one. And then you can pick something. Is Con Air. Okay, bet. That movie rocks. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it's a hair product, Con Hair. It is. Yeah. It's a um, blow dryer. Blow job. Okay, but, go, um, go. Give a little descript. No. Okay. You'll have to just see. <laughs> Nicholas Cage with long hair and he's an ex-con. Or he is a convict. Yes. Being being and he has flown to fight across. John Malkovich. Yes, yeah, so weird. Cool okay, movie go. though. Um I'm gonna go with I watched a movie called Manitou. Okay. And it's about a woman who has a tumor and they do a cat like a little scan on the tumor and it, there's mm-hmm. a fetus in it. Okay. And then that's the plot. And the fetus starts taking well, over her what? brain. And okay. then she has to, like, she, and the the ending, it's kind of a boring movie. Like it's hard for me to recommend. I, like I give it three stars, but it's like it's like um like the like a malignant type of three stars. Oh, malignant. Where it's like this you movie's only gave so malignant crazy. Three stars. Yeah, because I didn't like the first like forty five minutes of the movie. Oh, that's like a four. I love for the me. ending. I love the ending, but the first like half so of the camp. movie was really boring to me. It was okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. People hyped it up a lot too before I watched it, uh, so okay. maybe I could I revisit it at some point and give it a higher score. But I love I the ending where he throws the chair at the lady. That was cool. I like doing that that's too. So cool. But um, yeah, Manitou. It's like it's kind of like malign- like the plot's sort of the same too. Okay. So definitely check that one out if you like slow ass movies. Watch it on two times speed. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna recommend Stigmata. Ooh. Because it's just such a fun Ooh. little stupid little horror movie about a woman who starts getting Stigmata in the city, and she's like, "Isn't is Anthony Hopkins in that?" Uh, he is he a priest? I think he is. Is that the movie that I'm thinking of though? Yeah, where she just starts like bleeding. There's a scene where she like flies, exorcism. right? And she's like floating at a bed or something. Or there's somebody floating outside the yeah, window or something. It's like pseudo scary. That it's like movie scary. scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. I saw that when I was young. It scared oh, really? me so bad, and I haven't watched it since. Oh, it's I you should, should watch it, it again. Get a little spooked. Yeah. Spooky um, ooky. Oh, you know what? The other movie I'm gonna recommend. It's called. It's French. Is that okay? No. Okay. Then I would recommend. Of course. Um, no, no, I'm just kidding. I was going to say Toy Story. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Toy um, Story 3. No, I would recommend. There's a movie I watched called Le Placer. Le See, I can't pronounce these words and then I feel like an idiot. It's, I think it means the pleasure or the play, the pleasure. Mm, okay. Um, and it's like three short stories. It's an anthology movie with three short stories, all mm. involving different forms of pleasure and innocence. The first mm. short story is like about an old man who dresses up like a young man to go to parties and he wears like okay. a mask. The second one is weird. about um yeah, it was it was. It and it was weird. <laughs> and the second one's about um a, a, a madam. She she owns a brothel and she takes mm. all the all the prostitutes and she goes to visit her brother for his daughter's christening. Uh-huh. And one of the prostitutes like becomes basically like steps in for the mom that died for the okay. daughter. It's really, really weird, but it's like, okay. so that's like pleasure and it's like innocence and pleasure. And then like the third one's like all the people who are waiting for them to get back, like all the men who go to the brothel every day. 
That's okay. like the third story. And it's just like, I love an anthology. Even it, like, I usually like horror anthologies, but this was like, it was just really fun and funny and like lighthearted and easy to watch. Okay. Um, black and white. Did though, you ever so. see the, I don't know why. Excuse me. Oh my God. My God. You're so sleepy um, boy. I don't, I don't know why I thought of it, but have you ever seen the movie The Swimming Pool? Or um, it's either or The Swimmer. It's like a '60s movie with Burt Lancaster, and it, no, I he's like seen this it. kind of. He like is at this woman's house swimming through her pool. Cool. And while he's there, he decides he's like, "Wait, I can swim to my old house from this place if I follow this." these different pools all the way. So he like swims this one pool and then he runs to this neighbor down the way. That's like swims through that pool. And like, as he gets closer and closer to his house, people hate him more and more. And they're like, like it's all more, more twisted. And like, it's really good. That actually sounds really good. Send me a link to that. Like, like just like the title. Burt Lancaster, the swimmer. That sounds awesome. Yeah, you. I think you'd like it. It's like, and it's very sixties. So like, yeah. they're like women at like one of the pool who are like, can't believe you, like, you got a lot of nerve showing up here or whatever. As he's, like, I love that type. And he's of movie. so demented, and he's yeah. like, I can swim to my house. <laughs> like, gets all like into. No, it. see, that's the type. Of, I love like weird little surrealistic movies like that. Like, um, yeah. Louis Buñuel. Like, I love his movies, and it sounds like that type of premise, where it's like yeah. just like a weird social. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. Thanks. We're going to take a break really quick and we'll go into our next movie. I'm going to bust. Oh my God, I'm going to bust. I'm from Eastern Europe. I'm going to bust. Wow, it's so cool to see you here. Excuse me for a moment while I bust. Can, we, can you tell me something? Yeah. Is this swinging mic too annoying? No. Ooh. Well, it might be now. I didn't notice it before. Now I notice it. So now, yes. Now, no. yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Now, it okay, is. Okay, let me see if I can do something. No, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Um, there we go. Are you worried it's going to, like, tip your phone over or something? No, I just, like, have this in a very specific position so I can lay back, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, really enjoy yourself. Um, no, it doesn't bother me. Never will bother me. Not Welcome everyone back. you know is controlling, dog. No, I'm, just <laughs> I'm sorry, Max. Yeah, oh, d- yeah, don't do it again, dog. If you don't dangle it in the right direction. Um, <laughs> no, I don't give a shit at all. Um... So what do we watch, Doug? We watched one other movie other than Guardians of the Galaxy, and it's a really great welcome companion back. piece. <laughs> welcome That's back what? to the podcast. Hey, welcome so, back to the podcast. It was such a weird combo of movies, I'd say. Really quick, I found a dead mouse in my apartment, my old apartment. Okay. Oh, Rocket. I know. Speaking of, did you say in your old apartment? Yeah, the Greenpoint one. Oh. That's someone subletting. Oh. Well, and that's that. Where'd you find it? <laughs> it was just in a mouse trap. I was like, oh, I thought I was done with these guys. Oh, man. Did I tell you I had a mouse in my house? Only one? Only one that I saw. Okay. I trained him. Oh. 
I made I made a little trap because I didn't want to kill him. He was so small. Okay. I woke up. I saw something moving around. I was like, oh, no. I've never had a mouse in my house before, by the way, ever. Okay. okay. At least that I've known of, right? Is this recent? This is recent. <laughs> okay. And so I wake up and I see something moving around. I was like, and I'm still, you know, you're half awake. You're like half yeah, asleep. Yeah. And I'm like, this is a weird dream. That's what I thought immediately. Uh-huh. And then I was like, this isn't a dream. This is real. Like in Rosemary's Whoa. Baby. Remember yeah. that line in Rosemary's Baby? She goes, this isn't a dream. This is really happening. Oh, R.I.P., right? Didn't she like die? This. Who? In the movie? Or no, the life? actress. Mia Farrow? Yeah. I don't think so, but I could be wrong. Like recently from COVID, perhaps? No, she died in a very crazy, fiery car accident. You're making this up. She's not I'm the yellow serious. power ranger. No, I'm serious. You're such a liar. Recently? Yeah, someone was telling me the story. I was like, holy shit. Wait a minute. I'm real? looking this shit up because I didn't hear a single thing and I looked this shit up. Mia yeah. Farrow. Age 78. Oh, alive? Yeah, she's still alive. Oh, who's, who the fuck lied to you who's about that? Ellen's, who's Ellen's ex-wife? Ellen's ex-wife? Ellen? Yeah, Ellen. Like, DeGeneres? Yes. Not fucking Mia Farrow. What are you talking about? She was married to Woody Allen. <sighs> no, and no. And John Cassavetti. No, a woman. There's an actress. Else, actually, not John Cassavetti. Her ex-wife died in a crazy Ellen fiery... Ellen DeGeneres' ex-wife? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know she killed her, right? Oh, actually, now that I think yes, about that. Yes, she did kill her. I Portia, be it. safe, Portia. Portia, get another season out, girl. The last one sucked. Oh, man. Arrested Development? Yeah, I didn't like the last season at all. I didn't like any of them past three, I hate to say. Me neither, honestly. It, I mean, four was okay. It was okay, mm-hmm. but this is not a this is not a TV review a review podcast. I do yeah. like when they re-edited it, though. You know how they were doing mm-hmm. the episode? They yes, re-edited chronologically all the episodes, so it's like a little bit more mixed together. All the characters, yeah. And that I liked a lot better. That version's way better. My but, friend said I had a friend who worked in props on it, uh-huh. like as a day player, and she said. It was really bad after like that four because none of their schedules aligned. So it's always like they're pl- not playing with each other. They're always yeah. stand-ins when they're shooting. Yeah, that which, makes sense. It felt like that. Like none of them were in the same room at the same time. Yeah. Which is kind of disappointing because that was one of my favorite things about it when they all get together in a big <sighs> room and they act together. I love I that. Will, it is great. I will say, so I watched the bloopers. This is not a TV podcast. Yeah. But... I watched the bloopers of that, and then I watched the bloopers of Veep, and you can yeah. really tell that that the set energy on Arrested Development was seriously fucked up, yeah, and like I would dark guess so. and bad. Like they're all so negative and kind of scary, and oh. I, that yeah, it has like a reputation for being like a really bad, like they're all mean to each other and stuff. That's really interesting. I would have never thought that. And rest in peace to Jessica. Yeah, Chastain or whatever her name whatever is. Whatever her name her, is, that's not her name. <laughs> she, Harper. I am obsessed with her. But she like yeah. in an interview, she was like sobbing because of how bad what's his face treated her. Like yeah, called her Jeffrey, like stupid all the time. Jeffrey Wright is that his name? Yeah, made me want to. Turned out Jeffrey wrong. He got him. me Yeah, bye Jeffrey. Suck See it. See you later, Jeffrey. You suck. Sorry no about, about transparent you. being canceled. <laughs> no, but um. 
so anyway, this mouse, that's what we started with. Yeah, Do you mice. see what we do? It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I woke up and I said the Mia Farrow line. I said, this is no dream. This is really happening. Mm-hmm. Like in 19, that, like the studio said, you have to you put looked, in the scene. You looked straight at the camera and you said yeah. that. And I said that. And then the devil's eyes popped in. <laughs> he was fucking okay. me. Um, that's the scene. I don't know. But oh, um, that's a good movie. That's when Slow she gets burn. impregnated with the devil's baby. But Slow um, burn. yeah, it's crazy how it didn't have a director, but was still good. That's so hmm. weird. But um, I yeah. look at this mouse and I said, and I said, I'll say it one more time. This is not. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> this the story just loops there for the I next minutes. I look at minutes. this mouse and it's running around, and I was like, I had two thoughts at the exact same time. Number one thought was, I have to kill it. Yeah. Number number two thought was his name is Marcus, and so I didn't kill him. I couldn't. I was like, no, Marcus Mouse lives with me, and we're friends. I have bad and news so, for you, though. Oh, keep going, keep going. What's the bad news? No, so you t- you took it on a little mouse trap like the board game. Yes. Yeah, so what I did was I took a cup, one of these cups actually, these little coffee cups, and you okay. see how there's a. I'm gonna spill. You see how there's a hole at the top of the cup there. Okay. Max is showing a sippy lid on a coffee okay. cup. Okay. Well, that's what it's not. I'm not a baby. This is just what they give us. Okay. <laughs> it's a little like nipple that he. There's a I little guess, opening the at the top, right? <laughs> and so what I did yeah. was I put a cashew inside one of these empty cups at the base mm-hmm. of the cup, and I. And I turned it sideways so mm-hmm. Marcus Mouse could come in and get the cashew. And when uh-huh. he came in and got the cashew, what I meant to do was just pick it up and put something on top of it. Uh-huh. And then he couldn't get out. So then I could mm-hmm. release him free into the wild. I was going to drive to the state park with Mr. Marcus Mouse so wow. he could find his way back. But what happened was I panicked and I went to grab the candle and I accidentally kicked the fucking cup while Marcus was in there. Uh, and I think it gave him whiplash or something because he was not moving around too much when he was stuck in there. And so what ended, what ended up happening was I just sort of pulled him out of the cup instead just in the backyard. And I haven't seen him since. So I might have accidentally broke his neck trying to create a humane mousetrap. But uh, you know, what's a bad. Here's bad news for you. I don't know. If you see one, that means there's like a lot. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> no. Are there any in my when I lived downstairs, I yeah. caught like five like over a course of a week. I was like, ah That's interesting. It's weird though that I've never this is the first time genuinely that I've ever seen a mouse in my house before. So I don't know how many there could be or why that one specifically ventured out. Because it was yeah. the same mouse. It had a defining mark. Hmm. So it was the same one every time okay. they would come into my okay. room every morning and wake me up. And he would say, hello, good morning. And he would and draw the like, curtains. This is not a dream. He would draw the curtains. I would go, this is not a dream. <laughs> this is really happening. Yeah. Wow. And so, it sounds chill, at least. Yeah, he was super dope. I think I accidentally fucking killed him, though. But well, I've, also, I've always had a way with animals. I also nursed a baby rabbit back to health. And then oh. it fucking killed itself <laughs> so that was weird i found a baby rabbit its mom had been killed by a german shepherd i don't know oh, why no. i assume that that's what did it it could have been any other kind of just animal too, but i assume okay. it's a german shepherd and i found it and i found the baby and it was just sitting in front of my door no and i was like well i have to take it inside and i took it inside and i taught it how to go in my shirt 
I would go. I did the uh, little term. I would click the little Terminator theme, okay. and the mouse would come anytime I did it. It would like run back into my shirt. Oh, cute! It made that noise. It was so cute. And then I was like, okay. I called a shelter. I was like, can you pick up this baby rabbit? And they said, no, we don't do mm. baby rabbits. They die too easy. Oh. I said, oh, what, what do you mean? And she said, just if you're gonna take care of the rabbit, don't expect it to have a Disney ending. That's what the animal shelter lady wow. said. Wow. And she I was, was like, right. yeah, I didn't think it was gonna sing it was a more fucking like song. Midsummer. But I also didn't like think it was uh, gonna be I also didn't think it was gonna be like fucking Manchester <laughs> by the Sea ending. Dancer in the dark. Yeah, I didn't expect it to fucking I so I I nursed this little baby rabbit and it starts eating the kitten milk that I bought. I bought kitten milk from Petco. Okay. Kitten formula. I was feeding it. It was doing fine. And then I put it outside one time and I put a little basket over it so it wouldn't, you know, get eaten by a hawk or something. Yeah. And then it pushed the basket. It could hop into the basket and push it. And it pushed it all the way to the edge of the balcony. And I'm sitting in my room and I just hear, dunk. And that was the sound of the baby rabbit bouncing off my grill outside. No, Max. Yes, it was. It was so loud. We're it cutting like a, this. It sounded like no, a baseball kidding. hitting a rubber pool. No, it's very it. sad. So, and yeah, so anyway, no bears is. So, no a bears, movie. guys. Yes. We watch no I, bears. I have a way with animals, so I loved this movie. No bears. Okay, so what uh, do you rate no bears? Oh, we're not rating it. I know, I know, I <laughs> know. I just wanted to ask. <laughs> now, this is a movie I do want to say, too. It's like, we're, we're probably not going to rate this just because it's like, this is very, it's almost a documentary in a way where it's like specifically based on the life of the director who made the movie. And I guess the political he, situation he was in at the time he made it. He went to jail for a different movie, by the way. I found I out. I know. But he was arrested while this was premiering. Okay. Yeah, so he went to jail because he made this movie. Because he made a movie six years ago, and they said you cannot make movies in this country anymore because this was critical of the government. And yeah. then because he made this movie, like secretly, mm-hmm. they uh, arrested Found him. him. Yeah. yeah. This one's, uh, yeah, I guess it's like an allegory for the government there. I mean, I don't know enough about how the government operates there for mm. me to, you know, really pinpoint some of like the probably references that they were making in this movie. But it's yeah. an interesting story about this guy who is in a small town taking photographs and like documenting just the well, he's directing a movie and, remotely. Oh yeah, he's directing a movie remotely, but also like taking pictures of this like kind of remote town yeah. that has like a lot of tribal um, kind of laws or rules or like mores that he yeah like, like traditional yeah sort that of might isolated I, values. Yeah, I assume that it was not even real. Like it was just very specific to this village. Like really, a lot of strange like you know, expectations of everyone. Um, but he, this basically he finds himself ensnared in this like web of weird, like tribal expectations of like him and how he behaves as a person. And like, and he he's just a visitor a things. Yeah. And he yeah. doesn't even know what the customs are, but they expect him to follow those customs. And he's, yeah, in and, and he can't, he can't just leave, I guess. Mm-hmm. That Which was he can confusing. Just leave. P- he could have just me. left. 
but he doesn't and yeah. all these people keep coming to his house and he what ends They're up like, happening you just is have to takes, do this you just yeah. have to do this i was like getting so upset but he ends yeah. up taking a picture of a couple mm-hmm. and someone in the couple says don't show that picture to anyone or we will be killed yeah and then he finds out that that girl was essentially cheating on the man who she was promised to. Mm-hmm. Like she was like given to a man basically, but she fell in love with this other man. Yeah, that she was with. So that in guy's the pissed. And that Out guy's like, "That's like Yo, the first. Give me that picture so I can kill her." As is yeah. my right. <laughs> and he says, "I didn't take a picture of them." And they're like, yeah. "You're lying." And he's like, "No, I'm not." And then he goes to to swear that he's not lying. He has to go to like uh-huh. a little temple thing. And then this one guy stops him and says, come into this bar for a second. He says, there are bears. There are bears oh. down that path. Don't walk down that path alone. Yeah. And then he's like, he's like, come into this bar. And he goes, just lie. Even if you took the picture, just lie. And he's like, okay, uh-huh. I will. And then he's like, okay, cool. I'll walk you down. And then he like starts walking him down. And then he goes, okay, you can continue the rest of the way yourself. And he said, I thought there are bears. Isn't it dangerous? And he goes, oh, no, I just said that. There are no bears. Mm-hmm. Which is the title of the movie? Oh my god! When they and then when they say that, they both look into the camera and they wink. Yeah, like, but I think the whole point of the movie was there's no danger that exists that isn't made up by people. All the problems and stuff in, in the movie in a society or whatever, right? And in the country and in like the the larger story overall are all like these man made problems that have been created to generate fear of something. That's not real. That's interesting. And I thought it was just such a cool and clever movie. And again, I don't think I can really rate it because it's like, it's not exactly fun to watch. I don't know. No, it's not fun to watch. It is interesting. Watching him slowly walk into the web or whatever kind of gave me um, Wicker Man vibes, actually, now that I think about it. Like, but yeah, but but. In that case, in Wicker Man, he's like pushing the investigation, and in this, yeah. the society's pushing him or whatever. But mm-hmm. it is interesting. He just kind of stays because they're polite. Maybe they're like, "No, just come here. Like this is fine. It'll all be like, yeah. it's all like happy, but like it's darker and darker." And they're like still yeah. kind of cordial, which is interesting. I would say for me, it got it was very Fargo. Like very mm. Cohen brothers, where it's like this, like kind of funny because it's like these are unfamiliar traditions and he's not really familiar with these people. But mm. then it as it goes on, it's like, oh, this is actually very dark. Yeah. It's like these people are actually quite dark. And they keep saying, like, oh, we're yeah, nice people, yeah. we're very sweet That's and stuff. True. And then it's like, we're gonna kill this couple if we find out. And it's yeah. like, oh fuck. <laughs> he's like, I better hide these pictures. Um Yeah. And also like and then it takes some like Mulholland drivey like meta twists in it that like kind of it's interesting it wasn't on I feel like plot wise it wasn't on any kind of rails <laughs> and then it goes off like the movie he's yeah. making all of a sudden is actually real and this actress is trying to flee the country with like a, a fake passport well no so it that was that was real the whole time. He's making like a document, a documentary drama, which is very popular in Iran. It, it like like mm. in terms of like, there's this filmmaker in Iran named Abbas Karastami, and he but did then, this movie called Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Well, he sorry. did this movie called Close Up. It's an it's about a man who posed as another man, but uh-huh. the man plays himself who committed the crime. 
and his yeah. real trial is in the movie. So they have this kind of like new wave sort of tradition in, in Iranian filmmaking. That's and cool. this movie kind of fits into that. Well, and then they don't, they kind of make it seem like the documentary is real, though. It is. You know what I mean? Is it's it a real? front for them to get away. But is it is it real to him in the film? Is it real to us outside of the film? No, it's real to Are him they in actually the film. people Those trying? Yeah. Yeah, but they try and make it position as like this is these yeah. are actually people trying to escape around. It yeah. does a lot of like interesting It's extremely yeah. meta. Yeah, it's very smart and like post yeah. like postmodern, I guess. Just like Oh, definitely, yeah. Um Yeah, I mean I don't want I won't like say anything bad about it, but it is it's not easy to no, watch. Season, if you didn't like Well, the it's movie, just not easy to watch. You know it. what I mean? Like you said, it's like kind of like a little tedious at parts where you're like, yeah. okay. <laughs> It's homework. It's like feels like homework. It's slight homework movie, but still really interesting and worth watching. Yeah, I would say. Well, it's also. I mean, this is like this guy's like thirteenth movie, and his movies are considered like this is like the type of person who you'd be like talking to someone. They'd be like, his movies are important, and if that's like how people describe a movie, you know, sometimes like okay, so I'm gonna have to like really lock in, I guess. Yeah. Um, This one though, I don't know. I didn't feel bored by the movie at any point i don't think there were definitely parts where i was frustrated a little because i was like what is going on you did but piece the, it though also yeah i did yeah i, I watched did it in two well. settings but i did but that's because i started at 3 30 in the morning Ugh. um this i don't know i i liked it a lot i actually like enjoyed it but i don't know if a lot of people necessarily will um it does a lot of things that i specifically like I like those meta, like very yeah, meta questioning of like the reality of what's on film yeah, and where it's, it's like the characters are acknowledging that they're in a movie or like a character's playing themselves. Like I love that stuff. Like that's like my, f- so it's like this movie specifically is a movie that I'd say, watch it if you want to know about like the sociopolitical elements of filmmaking in Iran, which I guess you don't really need to. Or yeah. if you like these like really meta kind of strange movies that are questioning themselves as a movie. Um, yeah. Know, those are the conditions I'd say, you know, watch this movie. But I liked it a lot. I, like I actually like enjoyed the movie. But yeah. I see people. I liked it as well. it really boring. Um, uh, yeah, I liked it. I did find it boring, but I liked it. Yeah. Generally. Yeah. And I, I, I found it was like kind of like the like transitions. Fuck, and I didn't like there it. Are, but it was there, good. <laughs> no, there's <laughs> there's a um I think as a piece of art, it's great. Yeah. There are some questionable like character decisions that really don't make sense, which is maybe why I got bored. Because where I'm like, just fucking leave the village. Like, baseline, yeah. like, step number one, be like, yeah. this is too weird, I'm out. So, like, the fact that he would never did that or thought to do that until, yeah. like, the very end, I was like, that kind of got tedious for me, I guess. I also, this, and we're moving, like, more into spoilers because we kind of have to. I don't understand why he decided to go to a border town. Because, like, a big part of the plot is that he's living on the border as someone who is essentially like a a, a fugitive not yeah. exactly like 
they're, they're basically saying like you can because in real life he was he was banned from making films and he's making mm-hmm. this movie and in the movie he lives in a border town and he's illegally mm-hmm. making a movie about making a movie illegally you know yeah. what i mean so it's like this is very much a true thing that's happening to him right uh-huh. I just don't understand why he went to the border town and then he kind of it seems like he's struggling with whether or not he should leave the country. Yeah. And it's a little confusing. I think that though it that must be like a cultural not like even a cultural thing but like a a political thing that we don't uh-huh. know about. Like why he would do this and and like stay in yeah. this town specifically. And also maybe yeah, he puts himself in himself in like dangerous way for no really reason at all. Also, he, well, he when he kind of yeah, like where when he goes to that like border village of like you know people with assault rifles or whatever, <laughs> like that border <laughs> crossing space that's like hyper oh, yeah, dangerous. Don't go there because you're yeah, gonna I get remember. murder. Yeah. yeah, assault rifleville, and like. <laughs> He just keeps going there, and I'm like, they're like, oh, if you go there, you're going to die. And he's like, oh, you I'm going to go here. No, because he can. I think the point there was that he uh, can go there without being killed. But why? Because um, he's prestigious. And the guy says, like, oh, I know but, people. But why does he go there? Shot. Like, there's the no board. reason. To, yeah. That, like, why is he even going there? I think, like, I think partially because he can and partially because he's considering leaving the country. Okay. Yeah, I was just kind of like, why are you going to this hyper-dangerous place over and over? Yeah. And you're in this dangerous village that has no Wi-Fi. And you need Wi-Fi to direct your film. To live. I'm sure there are places that have Wi-Fi for this. Yeah. But whatever. Those yeah, kind of we'll baseline talk more things about aside. But... Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would say, I would definitely actually say, like, if if it sounds at all interesting to you, watch it. Because yeah. people say important movies a lot. This does feel important only because it's like, this man got arrested for making this movie. Yeah. So check it out. I mean, damn, go yeah. watch his movie that he got arrested to make. Like, there's got to be something there. For sure. You know, he's going to go to jail for six years or something for making this. It's like, man, go check his movie out. Damn. Yeah. He made this movie for you for, and he's going to go to jail for six years. Go watch it. Yeah, it was good fascinating movie really interesting fascinating um, i don't it's not fun to watch though and the ending is like when the ending happened i was like i couldn't tell because the tone of the movie is so strange it's so like mm-hmm. different from what you usually see like it feels hyper realistic but then there's these like weird quirky moments yeah and then the ending of the movie happens and i was like oh that's what it all meant <laughs> well. like you know i was like i just was so sad by the end of the movie so it's I not don't even like remember a, the end. Sorry, spoiler. We're gonna beep this. Spoilers. What happens? The couple that he's been trying to save. Oh, they're the whole dead. Time, yeah. Okay. They try to go across the border, which is what he's been doing the whole movie, and they both huh. get shot instantly when they try to cross. Yeah. Because they're trying to get away from this little town that's potentially going to kill them, and so they're like, "We have to leave." And then they try to leave, and they get killed right away. Yeah. And it's just like, fuck. <laughs> it's like. Huh. God damn! What was this you're all about? If you stay killed if you leave. Right, and that's where I was like, you know. So then I was like, okay, that's the point. Got it. But I love the ending because the ending, like the very last shot, he passes this couple's dead bodies on the road mm. as like everyone's mourning over them, and he's like, he just like drives down the road and he stops his car, and he takes his seatbelt off, and yeah. the seatbelt like connects seatbelt 
thing just plays over the credits. Like that. Doom, doom, yeah, yeah, doom. that was good. I thought that was so cool. Very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no bears. No bears, baby. Very different from the Fire Island experience. Very different from Fire Island. Very different from Game of Thrones. Yes, yeah, Game of Thrones. From Ga- no, Game of Thrones. Guardians of the Galaxy. Game of Thongs. Game of Thongs. Yes, very different from Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, this is a movie that makes you cry and earns it. No, I'm just Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No, if Rocket makes you cry, that's fine too. If you want to check out the podcast, listen to the podcast. Go if you want to, to see the, the Rough Take account, go download the app. Go Look at it on TikTok. App. Go and download the app. Go on TikTok. Doug's personal TikTok is Drop Dead Doug, where he'll be doing food reviews every single week in New York City. <laughs> the best pizza in New York has to oh, be God. some borrows. Hey, I just want to check in, let you know the best pizza in New York. I've been living here for like three years. Uh, I've walked down Fifth. I hate that tone of voice yeah, in yeah. TikTok when it's like. If kind you don't of like apathetic. caviar pizza, what are you even doing? <laughs> well, now I feel like it's gone to the apathy side, where it's like, yeah, uh, get ready with me as I walk out the door in New York City. I put on my Balenciaga dress. Yeah, I put on yeah. my my face looks good. I think Balenciaga shoes, and then it's like it's like. I heard great things about the truffle aioli here, but I tasted it, and it basically just tasted like dirt mixed with mayonnaise. Oh, my God. Okay. That's like okay. a – write that down. That just yeah. come out of your brain? It was Yeah. Well, it's like because you – I feel like the truffle aioli here was supposed to be some of the best in New York City. I wasn't really that impressed, but I still had fun because the ambiance of the restaurant was really cozy. It, what the fuck are you, what's your review leave me alone i feel like i'm being sexually harassed and i don't know why <laughs> yeah it's like somebody approaches you at a bar that would be so fucking funny someone who just speaks in like food critic reviews oh my god yeah they like go up to you you know the ambiance of this restaurant is really interesting sort of a speakeasy vibe like the 1920s <laughs> uh, well i'm max uh, have you tried the right, sidecar it's based on an original an original recipe that uh, liquor smugglers used to bring in and has been passed down for generations. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get the shrimp. I, like, <laughs> yeah, that. So we need that as a sketch, yeah. and we need the um, upsetting sexual commentary as a sketch. Don't give it. Don't give it up, though. Don't give it up. No, it's a show, Doug. Me and Doug That's are writing a show. a show together. Let's announce it. Um, <sighs> we are... It's called You Up. Sorry. You <laughs> It's That's called good. Taps and Broken. Favorites. Yeah. That's pretty Pizza. good. Yeah. Taps and favorites? Yeah, because it's like on grinder. You can tap somebody. Seem that seems like a children's a TikTok book. account. Taps and favorites. Taps and favorites. The best grinder account in New York City has to be. I put in my I put in my Balenciaga butt plug and I headed down to the city. <laughs> what? Uh, hey, thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great day or night. I put in my or... Balenciaga blood blood plug. Blip, blip. Bye. Bye.